You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 250. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Today's episode is sponsored by Squarespace.com. Check out Squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code LIVELY to save 10% off of your first purchase of a website or domain. At the end of this episode, we'll be speaking to Lively Show listener Haley Feinart of HabitationCo.com about her experience with the service. Now, you guys, this is a different episode. You might even notice the audio sounds far different than normal, and that is because I am in L.A., Los Angeles, that's right, got back to the States about a week ago, and I am recording this episode in the kitchen, sort of, if you will, of the freehand Los Angeles. This is the hotel I've been at since I got right off the plane in Sydney. So I've been here for the Summit Conference, which you may have seen me share a little bit on Instagram, and those who have heard about Summit may know it's a really awesome, incredible conference that is massive. I've probably gone to about 20 conferences this year alone, and this one is by far the largest. I thought it would be a lot like AFEST, which was the conference I went to in Ibiza this spring. However, this is 10 times the size. There was 3,500 people. There were dozens and dozens of speakers, guests, entertainment, you name it, and a crew of people that are incredible movers and shakers in the industries that they're in. So this was kind of what could have been a peak experience for my year. However, it was, but not at all in the way that I expected. What came out of this conference and flying across the ocean to get here actually showed me how I am finally, I think, done traveling. Let's just start at the beginning. So even before leaving for LA, while I was in Sydney, I was sad to leave Sydney. And you may or may not have picked up on that at all. I'm not sure if you followed Instagram or anything, but I have loved being in Sydney so much this year and have really not even wanted to leave. But knowing that I had purchased this ticket and I had committed, and I also had a gala for Pencils of Promise coming up this December, along with the Joe Dispenza workshop in Austin this December as well, figured that this would be a time to come back to the States, do Summit, follow through on the ticket that I had purchased, and also to stay around the States until these other things that I'm excited about come up. But like I said, I was sitting there feeling so out of sorts about the decision to leave Sydney. Then I got here thinking, okay, this is going to get better. I'm going to figure this out. But the truth was, I did not care. I got here. I was, you know, trying to kind of psych myself a little bit, if you will, into it. I was definitely going upstream to use an Abraham term, trying to love it. But honestly, I found myself at one point, the tipping point really was when I was at the Tim Ferriss event. So Tim is someone I definitely respect. I wouldn't say he's an idol by any means of the podcast world, but he's definitely someone I deeply respect. I've never seen him speak or present in person. So I was excited to be able to see who is arguably one of the biggest podcasters in the world right now do his thing on stage. So sitting in the front row of the Orpheum Theater with my friend Ezzy next to me, who you guys may remember from the Moon episode we did several months ago back when I was in Bali. And we're sitting there and I am watching him perform right in front of me with this world-class guy, Brian Geyser, I think his name was, who's Ron Howard's producer cohort, you know, talking about all these incredible experiences he's had. And I'm sitting there wishing 
or realizing, I should say, that I would have better alignment. I would have been happier highlighting my books like I always do every single day, no matter where I am in the world, sitting in the coffee shop in Sydney all alone. And it was such an interesting contrast to be sitting there watching someone I've deeply been excited to see present, yet at the same time that I'm watching him, I wish I was at a coffee shop alone in Sydney. And I would be happier doing that than sitting with this group of you know, amazingly curated, awesome people doing incredible things and watching this person that I deeply respect do his thing on stage. And I just want to be alone in a coffee shop. What's going on with that? So Ezzy, as she's watched me throughout this trip as well, just said immediately in that moment, Jess, why don't you just come back to Sydney with me now? Why don't you just come back after? Because she was leaving after Summit to go to Sydney after having a little tour of the US herself. And I immediately shut it down. <laughs> I shut down the idea. I said, no, no, no. I had this in my head that I had to stay for these six weeks. And then I would return back to Sydney in mid-December for a few months to kind of enjoy the summer weather down there. And then I would flow on after that, say, let's say in like March, for example, onto wherever was next, wherever the universe flowed me to. So I ignored it. And I also, by the way, jet lag just didn't really set in with me well. So I've also kind of been off on my sleeping schedule and not sleeping well. And after each dinner that I went to, they give you these assigned dinners. So you go and have dinner with a certain group of people. And I did that. But I would, instead of going to these incredible, again, world-class events in the evenings, I went home to my room and wanted to be alone. I am an extrovert by nature. So this is, again, even more disconcerting, like what is going on? So out of all of this, and after several days of just going to these dinners and coming home, going to maybe one or two events each day, not to the plethora of experiences that were available to us through Summit, and mostly just sticking around the hotel lobby of the freehand and reading as much as possible, but really not getting even to do that aligning that I usually love doing so much, I finally realized maybe this is a sign that I'm done traveling. And at first was disconcerting because I've obviously always been looking forward to when that time will come, but I honestly thought it would come from this peak aligned state. I thought it would come from this mountaintop moment where I'm like, oh my gosh, I hear a voice like Joe in my head going, Jessica, it's time to move to London now. Not that Joe ever actually sounds like that, but I just kind of assumed I would have this peak experience that would just leap me forward from this excited place rather than finding myself crying yet again alone in my hotel room after going to these speeches that I should totally love. So actually at one point I remember sitting in my hotel room in one of the earlier days of this trip. And I pulled these little crystals that I have on my nightstand with me that I travel with. And I've collected them from different people that have made an impact on me in my journey so far. One was from a friend in Sydney, one's from a friend in Italy, Gregorio Avanzini, as you guys have heard on the show. And one was from my friend Zuli in London. So I'm holding these crystals from these beautiful people that are in my life and missing them all or thinking about how they would all be here to console me or to be there with me during this dark moment, but they're all over the world. And in that moment too, I had this realization of like, I have friends and connections, some of them very deep, some of them not so deep, all over the world. It's like my community is a butter spread around the globe. And I have friends in all different time zones, but where I was in that moment, I had Ezzy, yes, but I wasn't obviously with her at every single moment. And she was definitely enjoying all of that Summit had to offer. So I felt very alone, alone in a place that wasn't my home. And instead of wanting to meet all of these incredible new people that I could bring into my life here in Summit, I just wanted to go deep with people, the same people. 
create what I would not call a routine, but a deep sense of familiarity and community. It's something I thought I would find from the beginning of January, but never knew exactly where it would be. And to be honest, I also kind of assumed that I would eventually find a person that would help me ground and choose a place, but that hasn't been the case. It actually did at the end of the day, 18 months or whatever it's been, 19 months later, it turns out that Sydney is the place that feels most home for me. I also love London, as you guys know. In Lisbon, I know a lot of people are like, why are you not going to Portugal, Jess? Though I love Lisbon, and it is my favorite place on earth, I suppose. I can also say that Lisbon isn't a place I'd want to live 365 days a year in an ongoing way. I really like the way I describe the travels. If you think of the chakra system, for those that are familiar with the chakras and the energy centers, with all the travels, I've noticed that different places bring out different energies in myself. So London feels very grounding, where Bali feels very heart opening. Well, Sydney, I've been saying since April and May is the place where I feel the most aligned in all chakras. I feel grounded. I feel inspired. I feel spiritual. I feel emotionally open. So it's been this place that has brought the most balance in all energetic ways to me, or I've had the best reaction to it, let's say. So that has been something that has definitely been encouraging. And just the familiarity of the coffee shops and the people and friends that I have there as well. My channeling teacher is in Byron Bay. And just my love of it and how happy and aligned I've been there. And the weather is also, I should say, a huge factor. I love warm weather. So the beautiful summers and even the cooler winters, but not super cold. It's kind of like an Austin, Texas, which I love the weather there too. So besides the spiders, I can say the spiders are my biggest hang up about going back to Sydney. As you may remember, I had a huntsman issue the first week I got there, but thankfully I've not seen a huntsman in any homes or flats I've stayed in since. So This is what I discovered was, oh my gosh, I think it's time to stop traveling. So my first inclination with that was then to stop traveling when I got back to Sydney in mid-December. So that felt good. And then I went on to make plans and said, oh, this six weeks is actually kind of a little tour of the U.S. to say goodbye to friends that I have across the country. So that was my initial plan. And that's what I thought this was all going to be about. But as I started taking steps in that direction to do so, The places I wanted to go to and the people I wanted to see had very busy lives. Some of them are shop owners. Some of them are pregnant. There's so many different situations going on right now that me coming to stay with them wasn't necessarily the most flowing thing for them for the length of time that I have between now and mid-December when these galas and the conference in Austin happen. So I had this realization that I'm going to be sitting here for the next three to four weeks, schlepping my suitcase yet again in between hotels for the most part and also a few places and guest rooms at friends' houses. And the Airbnb situation, while I think I could get a pretty good situation locked up in Portland, wasn't calling my name to really stay there for a very extended period of time. I certainly didn't want to create a new quote-unquote home somewhere in the country like I could have done Miami, for example, as an opportunity to stay at Rome, Miami, which has really cute bungalows. So I could kind of make my own little home rather than staying at friends' places. But either way, as Flo would have it, it did not flow to stay. So then this morning and yesterday, I was just kind of coming to this existential realization of if it doesn't flow to stay here, what should I do instead? And what I realized was going back to Sydney tonight. Yes, I'm recording this on Tuesday and you're listening to this this Thursday. So I'm literally going to be arriving essentially as you are listening to this episode or just fresh off the plane in that case. So 
I'm going to go back and I'm going to go see what it's like. I'm going to look into what it takes to get visas or permanent residency or whatever the options are. I'm going to start taking initial steps to see how that flows and whether leases and that kind of thing can also be a possibility for me into the future. So I have no idea what's actually involved in that. Obviously, I'm still a visitor going there. So I'll go and I'll check it out and find out more from the embassy. And if anyone has ever done any relocation to Australia or Sydney specifically, especially as a small business owner, if you guys kind of know my situation, if you have any recommendations whatsoever, I would love to hear them. Please email me at jess at jesslively.com. I'd love to get your help if possible. But what I can say is I don't know for sure, for sure, this is going to flow up. I'm going to see and start taking initial steps. And yes, I can tell you this was not how I expected it to be. I did not think I'd be sitting at Tim Ferriss's presentation in the front row and in that what could have been a peak moment, see the contrast of what actually got me aligned was not that. I didn't think that would be what would bring me to this decision. I thought I would have this like epic I don't know, rise to the summit rather than crying in my room alone for the third night in a row or something like that. But I can tell you that the contrast of that is what has shown me that it is time. And at least now for the first time ever, I can tell you before I would have said, I don't know where I want to be. So I'm sick of traveling, but I don't know where to go yet. Well, now I finally know where currently makes me happiest. So I'm going to start taking steps in that direction to see if it flows. I don't know for sure. And I'll say this has been a really interesting experience because it's been one that I've had to make for myself, even though I kind of expected or assumed that some giant sign, like someone calling to offer to buy my house and all my furniture, which started this journey, would be something like that to end it rather than my own choice to end it on my own from my own mind, not from Joe and not from, like I said, some major epic sign like the house and the furniture sale. So this is at least a part of this journey. I wouldn't say that it's by any means the end, but I'm going to start taking these steps. And one thing I can say from an Abraham Law of Attraction perspective is that I do feel pretty confident about this idea being the indication that I'm time to change or it's time to change for me. Because as I listened to an Abraham this morning on YouTube, she said this in several videos. You may have heard it yourself. They say, you come into the world so that you can experience the journey and that you come not to instantly manifest things, but to actually go on the ride and the progress and the journey of it and to see this all come together for yourself. Well, she uses this analogy about vacation. She says, just because you know where you're going to be when you're done with vacation doesn't mean you don't go on the vacation. You go on the vacation to experience the experiences. And this is their argument for why we come to experience the journey, not in its fullest form immediately, but why we want this progress, why we want this journey to continue to unfold. Well, when I heard that today, I was like, actually, I felt from day one before I even left Sydney, that I just wanted to come back to Sydney. I didn't want to go on the vacation. I didn't want to actually go do this six weeks. So for me, I think that was actually, it wasn't reverse psychology, but it was a reverse indication that for me as someone who's been, I don't know really know how you call it. If you'd say I've been on holiday or vacation for 18 months, not really, but traveling this much, I actually am ready for something new. Now, I don't know how much that will mean I will or won't be traveling from Australia, given the visas and everything works out. I still plan to travel extensively. It's actually one of the things I love about Australian culture in general is there is a large travel culture, despite its far flight from pretty much everywhere else in the world in most cases. So I do still plan to travel. I do still plan to come back to the States, for instance, or Europe. 
but to do so in smaller chunks, perhaps with more community. And who knew it just took me to go around the world to find where potentially my new home will be. So if you guys have any tips, like I said, please send them over about Australia visas or permanent residency, whatever might make the most sense for my situation. And I will continue to be honest with you guys about how this is going. Yeah, this is just me honestly sharing where I'm at and what's going on so far. Like I said, not how I expected it to unfold, but right now I also remember that Abraham also always talks about going for what feels like relief in the present moment. And right now I can say taking these steps feels the most like relief that I could possibly imagine. So there you have it. And if you want to find me on Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter and follow this whole journey as it unfolds in real time, you can find me at Jess C as in coming home lively. And for show notes to this episode, head over to JessLively.com slash picking a home. Before I share where I'm going to next on my trip, let's talk with Lively Show listener Haley Feinart of HabitationCo.com about her experience with today's sponsor, Squarespace.com. Haley, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Jess, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Haley Feinart, and I have an online home decor and lifestyle boutique called Habitation Co. that features handmade and fair trade, globally inspired goods from around the world. How did you get started with it? Habitation Co. was born out of my own desire to integrate more sustainable and ethically produced products into my own home and wardrobe. And, but I wanted to do so without sacrificing my personal style. And I felt like I was being forced to make a choice between buying something that was sustainably produced and buying something that was more my style and, and beautiful. So I wanted to show that fair trade products can still be fresh and modern and affordable while remaining true to the artists that make them. And I can say as someone who's watched The True Cost and now is looking to find products along the vein of what you're doing, I'm very grateful to now know about your site and to be able to go to it. And for anyone else that is like me that's watched The True Cost or wants to be more mindful about their purchases, I definitely recommend checking out this site for the beautiful products you guys have there. But let's talk a little bit now about why you chose Squarespace for the site itself. Yeah. So I chose Squarespace essentially because I kept hearing the word on podcasts and in blogs and on websites of other creatives that I followed. So it kept coming up. And so when I looked into it, the first thing that I noticed is that the Squarespace templates are so clean and beautiful. And like many small business owners, I didn't have a lot of money to start my business with. And I was really surprised at how affordable Squarespace options are, especially for a retail and product-based company. Did you get the 10% off code using Lively? I did. <laughs> we'll get to that at the end for those that are listening, but I'm glad to hear that it made it even more affordable by using the code. So what do you love about Squarespace the most? I love that Squarespace has essentially taken all of the best features of high-end custom websites and has really simplified them into a fresh and modern way that's easy to use and user-friendly for my customers. And what would you tell anyone else that's thinking about building a new blogger website? I would tell them to really first think about what their message is and who they want to hear it. Once you have a better idea of who your target client or your customer is, what they value, what they look for, then the other pieces kind of fall together. 
And for anyone else who's looking to give Squarespace a try and check out Haley's site as well to see what a beautiful Squarespace site can actually look like, you can go over to squarespace.com lively to get your free 14-day trial. If and when you want to go forward and actually pay for the service and use it past that 14 days, use the code lively at checkout to get 10% off of your service. Again, that's squarespace.com slash lively and using the code lively at checkout to get 10% off. Haley, where can people find you online? You can find me at habitationco.com. I'm also on Instagram, Pinterest, and now Periscope at habitation underscore co. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks so much for having me. And now for where I'm headed to next, as you obviously know from this episode, I'm going to Sydney. Yay! So excited to be back. So excited to see how it goes. I will still be coming back. The plan, at least, is to come back to the States for the Gala and Pencils of Promise and the Joe Dispenza workshop in December. So I will be having a few weeks back in the States in December. But until then, I am happy to see how it flows to start taking steps in this new and exciting direction for me. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this journey. And it's so fitting, I think, in some ways that this is episode 250. Obviously, this isn't planned to be at episode 250. It just happens to be it. But what a beautiful marker of a quarter of a thousand episodes in. Who knew I'd be moving across the world or potentially looking to take steps in that direction? Thank you so much for being with me. And I'm excited to share what's in store next. And until next week, may something wonderful happen to you today. Today.